0: Lions TV, this is your post-match analysis video for yesterday's 3-2 home defeat against Leicester City in the third round of the FA Cup at the Den. Absolutely no disgrace in the performance yesterday. I felt there was lots and lots of positives to take. However, the cup dream is dead for another season. As always, let's kick off the show by taking a look at the 11, the Joe Edwards pit to start the match. OK, so once again, understandably, with the massive fixture pile-up over the Christmas and New Year period, more changes were made. People saying, by the way, as well, that, you know, we played the second side. Let's understand a bit that, you know, yes, maybe they didn't have some of their maybe first-choice players, but they got no Eniacho, no Varney. They played Tom Cannon, who scored a really good composed third goal, which I'll get into later. And they played £6 million for Cannon rising to 7.5, depending on appearances. He's already scored like four goals in eight games for them. So, yes, they maybe have not had their full side out, but they have got an absolute plethora of talent throughout the squad. And football's just not about 11 anymore, is it? It's about the whole squad. So, yes, okay, maybe slightly understrength them, but also us. You've got Denor out, you've got Savile out, Hutchinson, uh, Wallace, Norton Cuffey has been brilliant for us in the last few weeks. So, and on top of that, the gaffer sort of rested Bradshaw and played Nisbet. his.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/slash acast and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
0: Big needs game brochures shorts, been playing a lot of time at the minute, so I feel it was, you know, the balance was there. I don't feel that oh we did the best we could team sheet-wise, and, and they put their reses out and, and still beat us. I didn't think it was like that. But let's get into the start 11. It was Sarkic in goal. Danny McNamara, right wing back. Joe Bryan, left wing back. Jake Cooper, Ryan Leonard and Wes Harding returned alongside those two in the centre of defence. George Honeyman and Billy Mitchell in the centre of midfield. And then it was Ian Fleming, Duncan Watmore, both wide with Kevin Nisbet as the central striker it's rare, before I get into the game, I think it's very rare you walk away from a defeat with maybe not your head held high. We've done that in the past plenty, but just, I was actually not happy. Of course, I wasn't happy. It was out of the cup. But the performance yesterday, I just come out of that ground and said, we couldn't have done any more there. The players gave absolutely everything. It was brilliant. The players give everything, yes. Going to have a little bit of a dig at us as a fan base. I said in my preview um, that, it should be a sellout. Expect to see you all down there. Someone said in the comments, once I put that video out, you need to do your research, mate. Check the website before you put these videos out because after the ground's closed. um, I, Yeah, good good point. Fair point. I did do my research, obviously, for the teams who fear previous games you played against them, etc. cetera. It didn't even occur to me to check that the ground wouldn't all be open. I just assumed it would be near on a sellout. And it was, look, look at it this way. Leicester brought 3,500, top bottom field, and we couldn't even, we couldn't fill our ground anywhere near. We had to close the Dockers Upper and the Cold Blow Upper. So if we pride ourselves on a fearsome reputation and the Den's a horrible, horrible place to play, we've let ourselves down it but not turn up. I know it's expensive. I know it's January. But I don't know, maybe the club could have done something in terms of reducing the costs. I don't know. But it didn't look good, did it? Leicester ball, three and a half thousand first week in January. And we've got the Dockers Upper and the Cold Blow Upper closed. However, look, getting into the game, it didn't affect the performance from the players whatsoever. We say, well, look, you need to give us something to feed off. Well, there weren't many of us there, but the ones that were there were treated to an outstanding meal performance, in my opinion. We totally dominated that first half. How we've got in 2-0 down, I was going to say I don't know, but I do know, and I'm going to get into that in a minute. Um, Again, you know, I don't want to dig people out, but it was slight individual errors. And if you make slight individual errors against the team against Leicester or the quality of players that they've got, you will get punished. But before they got to their goals, we we was all out, all over them. Our football has really, really improved. And we're even now doing this split um goal kick from the place kicks that all the other teams do in the division, or lots of them, where Sarkic is in the goal and you've got two centre halves, one on each point at the corner of a six-yard box, and we're playing out and they can actually play. Cooper can actually play. Instead of just kicking Diags off the pitch. Uh, Wes Harley is very good at it. He's actually a good player. He looks a bit clumsy with it, but he always gets the job done. So he must be more in control of of what he actually looks like he is. He looks like spaghetti legs at times, but he's a good player. He can play football. Jake Cooper can play football. Ryan Lennon, as we already know, can play football. Danny McNamara looked like he was much better on the ball as well. Joe Bryan, obviously, class acts on the ball. No need to even go into that one. But we played good football at a good pace which is unlike us. And we dominated possession and we created chances and our shape was brilliant and we went up the pitch as a unit. Towards the end of the game, which I'll get into later, that sort of got abandoned and that wasn't really our fault. It sort of went to shit because we were chasing the game. But we had chance after chance in the first half there, goalkeepers made, I think, three good saves. First one comes from Duncan Watmore. But even before that point, we broke into the box at points um, and we just got that as we've seen in the past with us. And it is still the only slight issue at the minute is the final ball or the decision with the final ball or the, I don't know, the, the strength on the shot of the final shot. And that's a bit of a shit term, but I couldn't really think of a better way to put it. Look, so we've had a, already a couple of those before the time Duncan whatmore breaks in and, and, and stings the goalkeeper's palms at the near post. Again, Whatmore full of beans, really, really good. If he can stay fit, again, we say this about a lot of our good players. Yeah, he's, he's good, but if he can stay fit, you know, Joe Bryant, yeah, he's decent, but if he can stay fit, and we say that about but a lot of our good players, Ryan Leonard obviously can't, which I'll get into shortly as well. But look, that chance happens. Then he's involved in another one, Whatmore, where he links in McNamara. Matt McNamara, Matt similar short of the near post, goalkeeper saves. Uh, Whatmore again breaks into the area, jinx past two or three. That one's a little bit more of a soft powder puff one for the keeper to his left. And Kevin Nisbet as well receives one, opens up his body, clips it over the bar from distance. Kevin Nisbet, right, he's played the game because of obviously Tom Bradshaw's been scoring goals and playing a lot of minutes. I like Nisbet. okay? He's a good footballer, okay? He's got nice feet. Um, what he does a lot, though, is he won't gamble into the box. And there's, not, there's nothing wrong with that. He's, he's just not that type of player. Whereas Bradshaw, if someone's coming in from, from wide or the ball's coming in from wide, Bradshaw will, will bust a gut to take that last chance and run beyond, even up in the net, or he'll slide into the net if he has to. Whereas Nisbet doesn't do that. Nisbet will rather drop a little bit deeper, receive the ball to feet and open up his body. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel that that is one slight issue for him. He would probably be better playing up front with someone else. One other issue with Nisbet, and again, it's not a dig at him. It's just an observation. I just think, I say sometimes he doesn't quite look fit. And maybe he isn't because he hasn't had a substantial amount of games. You know, Bradshaw coming in and scoring goals, plus injuries at times, has, has had an effect on that throughout the season. But I just think the whole pace of his game is a problem for him and I just think that's from playing in Scotland. I just think the championships are a better division, let's have it right, more physical, probably a lot quicker, maybe a little bit less skillful when you're talking in terms of the top two, maybe, maybe not. Um, I'm thinking us to sort of Rangers and Celtic, not sure. But look, yeah, that's that's his issue, I think. That, that's what I'll probably try and pinpoint it as it's an observation I make. He's a good footballer, yes. tidy feet, yes. He can score goals, but I think the whole pace of, of, of English football is not caught up with it yet. Maybe. And um, I thought it was a little bit of a disappointment in, in the in the game. And it's from this bit, really, that the second goal comes for Leicester. Before that, I'll get on to the first goal. felt, again, I, I say this a lot recently, I feel quite unfortunate at times. We're getting tackles in and we're trying to put balls in and it'll something slightly misfortunate will happen. I mean, how much luck, bad luck do you need? Maybe it's not that, but that's how I'm seeing it. Um, Fleming tries to get us going. I always say that if someone's trying to play a killer ball, I haven't got an issue with it. And he tries to play a killer ball through for, I think, it's Danny McNamara overlapping, who would have been in on the break, and it's hit Duncan Wattmore on the back, bounced straight to a Leicester player, who's played a ball through the middle, um, and then it's sort of into the area. Cooper sort of manages to shepherd two of them wide, and then from that point, I'm always looking to, to pick out goals and, and pinpoint whose issue it was or if there was an issue. Um, and I think it's just just quite a, an overload, a good goal, the Fleming thing, where it's hit Wattmore on the back, has seen us sort of out of shape for once in a game, Uh, slightly out of position. As I said, Cooper manages to shuffle two of them wide and then the ball gets crossed in. It's a good cross and the guy comes in. He gets above Ryan Leonard and he scores. I'm not blaming Leonard. The guy was about six foot five for one. Um, He's running towards goal like Leonard is, but Leonard's facing his own net. And to, if he did get a header on it, he's either got to try and head it over his own bar or head it backwards into the danger area. It's hard from Leonard's position to, to get a jump and, and, and get leverage on it. The guy's running onto the ball and he, he just beats Leonard in a one-on-one. That's basically it. And he gets above him and he scores the goal. Um, but we didn't let that dishear us. I felt we kept coming forward after that. And there was no, there was nothing to lose in this game. We were never favourites to win it. We definitely are never favourites to win the FA Cup. So again, the result for me wasn't, that important. I know it sounds stupid. Of course we love a cup run. I'm I'm one of the first to say that, but I just felt that how inconsistent we've been under all managers we've had and how bad we've been under the latter part of Rowie and how bad we've been just before this good run under Joe Edwards, I just felt it was important to say, okay, can we keep this going, what we've been doing against one of the better sides in a division. I know it wasn't a league game but they are in our division. They probably shouldn't be, and they won't be next season. Can we keep this passing going? Can we keep this shape going and this creativity and this confidence? And I felt we did that even after we scored, so sorry, conceded the first. So the second goal comes, um, and yeah, it's bit. It's a boy. It's bit. He's not strong enough. He doesn't get his, his body in the way. He doesn't feel his man there. He's dispossessed really, really easy. And then it's a couple of good passes from Leicester, good little move. They come through the middle, maybe a bit soft from us. And the guy scores the second goal. And a lot of you said in the stream, the goalkeeper should have saved that. And I, I didn't see that in real time. It was up the other end to me. Um, but on reflection, I honestly, I can't be bothered to keep going on about I'll just say this, right? It's there. And all he's got to do is put his hand down. I actually sent the goals to an ex-Me Award legend goalkeeper yesterday. I'm not going to name any names, but um, and ask him, what do you think of these goals that we've let in here? And he said, second one. Yeah, keep, keep his goal out of it. He doesn't go like this and, just put his hand there. He tries to like scoop it almost. And we're 2-0 down. As again, look, it's cup, it doesn't really matter. But I'll just say this on the subject once again of Matajer Sarkic. He is an absolute liability. And at some point, I've said this before about Archer, about Long, at some point, Sarkic is gonna cost us when it really matters. Okay, so we're 2-0 down, and I can't be obviously go on about I'm too tired today. So We're 2-0 down. That's half-time. We're all scratching our heads saying, how the fuck are we 2-0 down in this game? Come out of the second half. Again, they like to play at the back, as a lot of teams do. And we continue to press and turn them over. Another couple of things where we do manage to turn them over in high positions. And Nisbet and Watmore and Fleming, they're not really on the same page with it. Um, And then they get their little turn in the game. Leicester, they come forward. And it's at that point, Masakic makes a really good save down to his left. Then saves the second one. and then another one as well, another double save, which he does well for. And that was sort of Leicester's only real little spell, little patch in the game where they where they was on top. I've seen Leicester fans saying it in, in the comments of some of our YouTube videos that have gone out yesterday. Like, fair play, we got away with one. You was a really good side. So, yeah, fair play for them to for acknowledging that. And and it's nice to see that teams are actually saying, you know, you was a good side yesterday. It's not often this season we've seen that of them teams saying, yeah, we got away with one. Teams have been coming, running right, going away with three goals and three points on the regular. So, yeah, that was good to see. And then, just as you think, we're not going to get back into the game. We do get back into the game, although it was very, very short-lived. Corner comes in from George Honeyman over by where the kitchener meets the cold blow. Um, Just drifted in from Honeyman. Fleming gets his head on it. And Watmore is standing there unmarked, six yards out. Just redirects it on, on the right foot, volley side foot. past the goalkeeper. We're back in the game. We think, OK, can we now do this? Um, that didn't sit in our heads for very long to that thought, can we do this? Because within moments, we can see the third. <laughs> I know you think it's coming after what I've just said about the goalkeeper for a second. However, the third goal, I, I understand why Sarkis has come for it. And this is at the point where our football had been abandoned, our shape had been abandoned. Everything we'd done well in the previous three or four games had been abandoned because we was chasing the game. And Joe Edwards wanted us to get back into that game. So everything sort of goes to shit now and you start doing different things and making different decisions and taking risks you wouldn't usually take to try and make that happen. So I haven't got an issue really with a third goal because we was exposed, we was open, we was out of position. It's actually come from a Ryan Longman cross who, again, did fucking brilliant when he come on. If me were bipolar, he's the perfect player for us because he comes on one day, looks like a fucking world beater and other days he starts and looks like a bag of shit. Sorry, Ryan, if you're watching, unlikely. But there you go. Um, Cross comes in. It's actually not a bad ball. And he sort of looks up and says to Nisbet, like, you're not making the fucking right sort of runs here. Because he put loads of them balls across the front of the box, which would have been perfect for Bradshaw. But um, Bradshaw didn't play. The manager made the decision. And again, I ain't really got a problem with it. I understand why he did it. But Longman puts a cross. Um, No one's there. And the guy just sort of controls it. Looks up. Massive long diag. It shouldn't be beating our entire team. Well, it's going to drop in the air around where the centre-halves were. It was Harding and it was Cooper. They were very, very detached from each other um, and they were massively out of position because we was all pushing forward trying to get the second goal. So I haven't really got an issue with it. And I could see why Sarkic has come out because if he hadn't done, Tom Cannon would have been straight in, running on goal. There's no way Cooper. Harding may be a coin, but he was in central. Uh, and as you've seen with the w- where he took his goal, he wasn't going to fuck that up. Um, so Sarkic comes out, but unfortunately Sarkic, if you come, you absolutely have to get it. And if you don't get it, you just got to wipe Tom Cannon out. But I will say this. You know, I understand why Sarkic came. And that was a fucking really good goal by Tom Cannon. You may be not thinking that, but the way he's pulled out of the sky with two defenders chasing him. It's a 70-yard ball. He knows the goalkeeper's hurting at him because he's looked up and seen him. And he hasn't just waxed it around him and run. He's took that in his first touch. He's cushioned it and controlled it in one touch into an exact area where he wants it to go. Round Sarkic, head up. He still had a lot to do by that point. He was wide. He was out the area. He knew Harden was running back. And he saw puts it across. Go actually goes in the side net. And that's what 6 million rising to 7.5 can get you in this division. So 3-1. Once again, players don't let their heads drop. As we've seen so many times over like this season. Coventry, Swansea, Leeds, Redding, You know, capitulate, shots of bits. They don't do that. They come forward again. And they have another goal, and we score another goal this time from another corner from the other side where the Cold Blow meets the dockers, and it's a really, really easy goal. It's a I think it's a Joe, Joe Bryan corner this time. Yeah, it is. And and Fleming's unmarked edge of the box, almost maybe just slightly into toward, towards the penalty spot. control Gliffford volley right in the corner. Good to see him back among the scorers. I thought he played really well in the first half. I thought he faded a bit in the second. But look, like the goalkeeper. I don't want to moan about Fleming. I don't want to moan about Lisbeth. I don't want to moan about Sarkic. I just want them to play well so we can get more points on the ball. We can get promoted. And I can go and live in the South of France or a yacht once Once that happens. that's no, never going to happen. But, um, well, the promotion, right? But the South of France, definitely not. I don't like the French. Anyway, look, we get back in the game again. And then the ball goes up. Five minutes injury time. We're fucking really going for it now. And I'm thinking, fucking, could the impossible happen? Then we get another corner. And I'm like, yes. We scored one from this side. We scored one from this side. They've not been marking us. We've had three men in the six-yard box unmarked scoring goals. We could do it again. Joe Bryan takes it fucking short to George Honeyman, who then loses the fucking ball. Oh, boys. Boys. Don't fucking help ourselves sometimes, do we? Absolute basics in football. I Score a goal that way. Yeah, good. Score a goal that way. Two identical goals. If only we could get another one of them to maybe... Fucking rescue this game. Oh, yeah, go on, have that one. Same again? No, fuck that, go short. Wow. I don't know what that's about, but that's the crazy life of me all football club and being a fan. I fucking don't care. I loved it. I thought it was great, Say, so I had a really good day. And that sounds really stupid because we lost the fucking game. However, we did lose the game. We are at the FA Cup. Before the game, we learned that Ida Maku had dislocated his shoulder in training. Ryan then had joined him on the injury list, limping off. We're hearing that's a hamstring. Of course, price of the game in the build up in the week. We knew that Murray Wallace, Norton Cuffey and Sean Hutchinson have all picked up knocks. That's all we know. Um, Hutchinson, the gaffer said his injury is slightly worse than the other two. They do like to see it from us. And all of a go, oh, he's expected to be back in around 16 weeks. So um, we'll wait and see on them ones. Casper the Norrie's back in training. Seen some pictures of him and Joe Bryan cuddling. They'll probably be on Joe Bryan's Instagram shortly in a black and white high res. Um, but look, there you go. Post-match analysis done. And I had a good day. And I was proud of the team. It was a meal performance. We got beaten by a team that should be beating us, and they didn't really deserve to beat us. It was three chances taken. Well, no, they had a couple more chances, and made a couple of good saves. But um, clinical finishing was the difference. As our crazy sponsor said, Kev Toomey, if only we could hit the onion. And we hit the onion twice. Got the third chance to We didn't fancy it. Played, played short call instead. But yeah, look, there you go. Post match analysis done. This is going to go out late because I got home today from staying with mates last night again. Every Saturday, that's starting that, but it's got to stop. And um, I dozed off and woke up on the hour with Liverpool-Arsenal playing on the telly in front of me. So, yeah, this could be out late, but you won't care. You'll be watching it. So, there you go. That's, that's that. Injuries, yes. However, transfer window open. Hopefully, I'll be back this week for some players coming in through the door. People say about Alfie Giltris. I did hear quite strong rumours around that, but apparently he started for Chelsea yesterday. Chelsea did beat Preston. 4-0, in case you didn't know. So it means our game against Preston on the 27th of January will go ahead. So football for mine and my son's birthday weekend. And I'll absolutely take that. See you during the week. Please subscribe to Lions TV. Come on, you Lions.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?